Good morning and welcome to Speaking Life with Dr. Sabrina. I am your host, Dr. Sabrina, the people expert. And people ask me all the time, what is a people expert? Well, I help people with people, even if that person is themselves. And so, because, you know, so many times we think it's somebody else that needs help and it's really us standing in the need of some help. And so I do that in a myriad of ways. I am a clinical therapist by trade. I am a coach. I am a speaker. I am a motivator. I am an author. I am a TV radio personality. I am a actress. I've been in eight movies. And I have a sketch comedy series that I'm a part of that's comedy. So I guess I'm a comedian now. Oh my God. Oh my God. All the things that are all Dr. Sabrina, but I am the host of Speaking Life and Speaking Life really is just for us to come together and just have dialogue and discussion about things that will help make us better as we are living this life. Do you know that life and death lies in your tongue? So that's why we're speaking life. We're not speaking detriment. We're not speaking negativity. We're not hating. and mm -mm. Everything is light, life, and love over here. And so I have amazing guests because I know amazing people. And so I am so fortunate and blessed today to have with me. Um, I, I really, I, I really, I need to come up with my own named for her because this fire cracker of energy, this uh, just explosion of excitement that she embodies. But then when she's doing all of that, she's doing it to help you eat healthy. And it is none other than Q. Y'all see her on Fox 2 uh, with Meatless Mondays with Q. And she has an amazing restaurant there on Woodward, right off Grand Boulevard, which I have been at and enjoyed my um, good, good meal. But she wasn't there. I couldn't believe she wasn't <laughs> there when I... And I told her I was coming. I didn't know what was that about. But anyway, but she is with me today. Hey, Q. How you doing? Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited because I think we're just going to have an amazing Child, time. I was ready. Oh, let me. Okay. So I just want to I just want to start. How did you even start with this Q's kitchen cooking with Q? How, where, where, where does it come from? So listen, it is when I tell people all the time, like something happens to piss you off and then it makes you do something. Yes. So for me, I found that I had this disease called sarcoidosis. Okay, sarcoidosis. And sarcoidosis okay. is it's supposed to be common in like African-American yep. women. But none of us knew about it. I didn't because I had never heard of it. And then once, you know, I graduated from Google University. So once you start love it. looking stuff up, you start seeing like, oh, Bernie Mac has sarcoidosis. Yes. And he died yes. from it. He died from it. Mm -hmm. So when I found out I had sarcoidosis, they told me that they wanted me to take steroids like three times a day. And I was like, because mm -mm, that's going to blow you up. That's going to blow you, you up. You are set tripping. There's no way I'm taking steroids because in reality, y'all don't want athletes to take steroids. So right. If you don't want athletes to take steroids, why do you want me to take it? Right. So... I wanted to do what they said, but I also wanted to see if there was a holistic way to do it. It, was, it had to be a way because, you know, I love all the doctors. Like, I got no offense to doctors. But sometimes I want people to tell me 
a way that doesn't make me take a bunch of medicine that y'all paid to tell me to take? Well, I think the the basic thing is that, and, and I say this to people all the time, is that it's the difference between going to be treated mm-hmm. or going someplace to get healed. Mm-hmm. And so I think you were seeking healing. I was trying to get healing. Come on. And they were ready to treat me. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? You're going to pay for the produce or you're going to pay for the prescription. So let's just figure out what we're going to do. And in my research, because I'm going to research everything, everything pointed towards plant-based. Okay. And... That was wild to me because my family's from South Carolina, y'all. They eat everything from the rooter to the tuta. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mine do too. Child. Mine do too. Mm-hmm. So for me to be like, okay, I'm going to try this new plant-based lifestyle. I'm going to try this vegan thing. You know, your family, they'll be the first people to be like, no, nah, you're doing this by yourself. <laughs> so, I'm not, I'm not going to do this with you. No. Because no. I, like, I like ham. And they were like, and don't bring that, them vegetables to Thanksgiving. I'm like, what am I supposed to eat? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I did it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this vegan thing for like, I really started like, I'm going to try for a week. Because for me, I, I don't like to over-promise myself something I know I'm not about and to do. And then under-live. Honey, because I was like, uh, tell me I'm going on a diet. I don't even like sweets. I'm eating a whole cake. Just because you said don't. Just because, ooh, you are me. Do not I eat cake. You, I'm going to have. I'm, I'm a whole cake. I'm going to have my sweets. Good night, Gracie. I did it for 30 days. And what was crazy, I had a cough. It sounded like I smoked like 8,000 packs of cigarettes a day. It was ridiculous. And then I had rashes. They were like all over my hands. I had them on my skin, my legs. And it would, it would almost feel like I could scratch a brick up against them and it would make it feel better. That's how bad it itched. Wow. I went vegan for 30 days. After 30 days, the cough started going away. Wow. Then 60 days, the cough was, was gone. gone. And the, the, the rashes started disappearing. And you know in the black community, you got rashes. It's eczema. Yeah, put everything. Put some cream on it. Put some cream I on it. I got some cream for you to put on it. <laughs> but, it but it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? So that freaked me out because I was like, dang, it's been 60 days. And I'm reversing stuff that I've, I've been dealing with for years and forever. Girl, and you girl. just thought, and you just thought it was a part of life because Honey, that's, that's what happens is that we think that we've been in this situation so long that we've accepted it, and we've just made that a part of our narrative when it doesn't have no. to be. No, again, you take what happens. You either be mad and sad and piss a fit about it, or you. Figure out how I can fix it and don't don't make it a problem. So I, I didn't give it, I didn't want to give it any energy. But after I started feeling better, I was like, well, I should probably tell people. And it was when Facebook first came out. So people were like, oh, my goodness, you're not in the hospital that much anymore. Oh, my goodness, what is this food you're making? Because, you know, I'm always on social media. <laughs> Your girl loves social media. <laughs> They're like, what are these recipes? Yada, yada, yada. And I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create a website. And that was like a really wild thing to create a website because I was like, oh, God, once I do this, people are going to know things and they're going to, you know, the goal was to make them stop asking me questions when I create the website. And that is the lie. They're going to ask you. They're going to ask you even more. I mean, people are are inquisitive by nature. They're inquisitive by nature. It, It was crazy. It was. So I created Cooking with Q. And the craziest part is when you go vegan, you want to find other people who are vegan. But back then, vegan wasn't popular. So you were either like vegan or not. It was like pick a side. You couldn't be like, I'm a half vegan and then my family are meat eaters. So I Google, how, what, where's the place where vegans and meat eaters can coexist? It, there was no place. There was no place. So I was like, oh, cool. So I'm put that, myself right that there. creates, you, let me tell you something. There's a book. <laughs> There's a book called The Medici Effect. Oh. The, I'm a, you're a researcher. We're, we're the same person, Her. just in different bodies. Plus, I still eat, I still eat meat. Judge, he's um, I'm just saying. Uh, but it's so interesting. I know that my body is starting to reject meat. 
And so I am becoming more and more, you know, plant-based and eating things, just trying things to see if I like them because I'll go someplace if when I get there, I like it. Yeah. But if I don't like it when I get there, then I don't want to go down that street no more. That's just like why, oh, why I have one child. Because labor lane was not my lane. It was not. It was not your ministry. It was not my ministry. It that was wasn't not. your ministry. And so, but the, it's this wonderful book called The Medicy Effect talks about when you find two things that look like they don't have anything to do with each other, and you find the intersection. That intersection is what creates creates true innovation. And so that's what you did in the name of Jesus. Okay, oh, that's what you did. There was no place. And I was like, oh, cool. Cooking with Q is a place where vegans and meat eaters coexist. Ooh, I love it. And this is the cutest place. It is really cute. I like, you know, aesthetically it's cute. The kitchen is like, so when I created Cooking with Q, I never knew that there was going to be a kitchen. Okay. I'm super basic. So like the names I come up with y'all, I'm not putting 10,000 years worth of thought into it. It's going to be like, what's basic? So you got cooking with Q because I'm Q and y'all cook with me. And if I tell you Kiana, you can't spell it. Bye. We're not right. going to do that. Right? We're not doing that. We're not going to do that. So the kitchen came along because when I created the website, people started asking me to come do cooking demos. Mm -hmm. Corporations will ask me to come do cooking demos, teach our team members how to eat healthy. Cool. That was my mission anyway, to teach people how to Eat healthy, right? Okay. So I would go and do these things. I mean, and I did mortgages at the time. I worked for Matt Ishby at UWM. And listen, I was at work. I took a lunch. My lunch might have been a little bit longer. I used my vacation time for extended lunches to go teach classes. And then what I didn't know was that me doing these classes, those companies got discounts on their health insurance for their team for members. For their team members. They, so then when you teach a some billionaires, how to save some money. They tell they everybody. Love you. They were telling everybody. So I was doing, I was doing cooking demos on lunch. I was doing cooking demos after work. I mean, like, go to work, go grab my kids. We're going to do another cooking demo, and that's where all my vacation time went. It didn't go to vacation, which is probably why vacation so hard now. Yeah, you got to. Self care is a but requirement. Like it is. Once that did that, it is. People will ask, like, so can we come to your space? And I was like, what space? We at the space. This we is, at the, this is the space. Spa this is my space. Your space is my space. And I had to, I ended up creating this kitchen and it was so crazy because, you know, you in mortgages, you, you're not afraid to, to ask people for stuff. I emailed Sue Mosey. That's like, we call her the mayor of Midtown. I probably emailed her every day for six months. Wow. Hey, you got any spaces in Detroit you, you need? Because I was like, put me in Detroit. My mom, you know what I mean? My family, we from Detroit. I'm born off Dexter. Put me in Detroit. You got any spaces? You got any spaces? And people will be like, why do you want to be down in Detroit? It's going to be expensive. It's not for you, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, I don't receive what everybody said. So I, th let me put a pin in it right there. And that, is, and that is so important because too often when you get a vision, and this guy helped me with this, when I give you a vision, I give it to you, and it's not on a conference call. It's not everybody else. He, he, didn't, he didn't open it up for the world to see. He gave it to you to walk out. And so it's always going to be opposition. Always. It's always going to be people to tell you, you not enough. Why would you want, if I were you, stop with that if I were you, because it ain't you. Honey. Ooh. Stay in your lane. Stop swerving. <laughs> Stay in, Stay your, in lane. your lane. Oh, my God. My favorite nursery rhyme is roll. Row, row, your, your boat. own boat. Your boat. Stop getting out and coming over to my boat. It's not, it's not your business. 
Oh, and so when people tell you that they have a dream or they have, you know, that you're looking for a building, and when the people around you are saying, I wouldn't do that, and why would you want to be there, and that's going to be too much. I don't need no negative Nancy's. No. no. Speak life. If you don't no, speak life, don't speak. No negative Nates. No. And if you're negative, then I'm going to stop talking to you. Yeah, no pessimistic patties. None yeah, of that. None of that. Play. None of that. We need life speakers. And so that's why I love the name of the show, because we're speaking life. Oh, in real life. Over here. <laughs> and we'll continue to do so. Yes, we will. And that's why you see us. Uh, you know, I always say this is, you know, my thing I say every day. But I say I ask God or the Holy Spirit to blow his super Put, on my natural. Please. That's the only thing that makes supernatural. So I walk in supernatural expectation. In the name, every second of I every day. I expect, this is what I tell God, I want to, it don't make no sense, cannibalist. And I'm down for it. I, I just, it don't make sense that it should happen to me, but it does. Oh my goodness, it does. And the same thing, I just see that in you. I see that every time you take a step, he take 10. And I'll be down for it. Like, let's roll. Where let's we go. go next? Yeah. So what, like, like, what is your goals? Do you have any, like, like if you had to say what your biggest goal is, because once you achieve a goal that you don't stay it's there, something it's always something else. So I tell people all the time, if you don't want to keep learning, you're dead. And if you're dead, there's nothing that God can work with. So my brain is always trying to do, come on. Okay. Cause that's a real thing. Cause if you feel like you too good and you learn, you know enough and you can't learn anymore. Like what is your purpose here? So for me, I always want to walk in my purpose. I know my purpose. God has me showing people how to eat to live for, for a reason. That's my, that's my thing. And I never go chasing money. I, I, I keep chasing that purpose because if I keep chasing the purpose, everything else will follow. Don't it fall in place with no, no questions asked. So for me, I know like when I created the first kitchen, I know that was my test run. I know it was never supposed to be a restaurant. So the fact that it ended up as a restaurant, like seven days before we opened, Psycho. 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 <laughs> I quit my job May 3rd. I opened June 3rd. I, I did all my construction work during working. But then when seven days before we opened, we turned it, we created a menu and opened the doors because 100 people were knocking on the door because people, God will tell you exactly what you're supposed to do now, whether you want to listen to it, it's on you. People knocking on the door. What, what you got? We know you got good food. Come on. What, Come on. You got to serve it. You got to serve it. So I created a menu. Fine. Now we're three years later. I'm opening up a second spot on Seven Mile Livernois. It's coming. Did, did you say Seven Mile in Livernois? Seven Mile. Can I say that that's my area? Seven Mile in Livernois. Seven Mile in Livernois. It's going to be on Seven? It's on Seven Mile. It's literally at that corner, that new That B new Siegel. building, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The B. Seagulls building. In the name of and Jesus. I, it, what's so crazy, my girlfriend is a... Uh, uh, broker, and when they first built the building, Ugh. we kept saying, "Well, where's the information? Or how, how we find out how to get in the building? We're trying to find out what's gonna go in the building. How we get in the building? Because we're so close to there. We're, you know, we. I, when I tell you, I'm over in the university district. Oh, you're every, around the corner. Sev I mean, every single day, I'm over there. So I'm up and I know everything on Livernois. That's my goal. I, I know everything. So with me, I feel I like it. when I first went to Detroit. It's so crazy somebody told me that it would be easier for you to open up a dialysis center than it would be for you to open up a healthy place for people to eat because your culture does not want to eat healthy. So I love a good, I love a good no. But Please no, give me a challenge. Uh, you know, I love a good no.
I love a good no. I love you telling me what you think you can do, but I'm a daughter of a king, so everything I think of can go down. Everything I can imagine is going to... The things that I don't even imagine, it, everything I can have word, in heaven, you know, I can have on earth. You know what the word says? It says... It's one of my favorite things. It says that he will do exceedingly. And abundantly. Abundantly. Come on. Above. Won't he do it? All that you can ask or think. So that means if you thought it, honey, you ain't thought big enough. If you've asked it, ma'am, you have not asked big enough. So my thing is, if that's the case, why not just think big? Honey, because that's just what ask your me. thought is still little. He come says, on, my thoughts come on. Your thoughts, come your on. thoughts come not on. my ass. Come God, on. The heavens are from the earth. That's what I'm not going to preach, but all I'm saying is, <laughs> I love a good no. I love when people tell me no. So I said, you know what? That's what we're going to do. A healthy food in every hood. So everywhere you think healthy we're not. food. In every hood. Every place you think we're not going to eat healthy, I'm going to show you that we do. So you, oh, okay, so I love that. So you're going to have the brick and mortars. Are you planning to uh, expand outside of the brick and every mortars? Every place that you do not expect people to, to eat, healthy, eat healthy, there will be a healthy option. There will, there will be uh, the kitchen. And that's why I called it the kitchen. You, the kitchen in Midtown that you went to, we do cooking classes there. The Seven Mile Livernois store is literally a literally like a 10 o'clock to 9 p.m. restaurant. Mm. There will always be one flagship store in every state where you'll do cooking classes because I think people, the education, it'll never go away from me, ever, right? But having these spaces, it's just like you see a Popeye's on every corner. I want it to be in the kitchen. I I love it. I love the franchising. And so, and I'll never franchise it. Okay. It'll be because I like it to feel like mom and pop. People okay. People love it. Think when you come in there, it makes you feel like you're at home. It's real warm. It's like we cooking at Thanksgiving dinner and we just all in one place. So I want that to always feel like. Okay. That. So do you think that? Okay. Now this is just me. Turn up. I'm just. I'm just saying. Let's get it. Do you think that it's possible to take that mindset of the mom and pop and make it? That's that's just what it is. And franchise it. Because the thing about franchising is to take a model and you have to keep the model germane to the model. So the only thoughts are it's the same thing as like Ralph Lauren Polo. He started with one store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now he has hundreds of stores. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's still his store. Okay. That's what I want you to think of. Okay. Okay. When you, you give it to somebody else. They still have the opportunity to check, to make it feel how they want it to feel. Mm-hmm. It's going to mm-hmm. feel like how God said it's supposed to feel. It's interesting. And the, the only reason I even ask that is because when the, the franchise that I think of Chick-fil-A. that is Chick-fil-A. I literally compare. I always say like and the you Chick-fil-A know why? And healthy food. Because they, they, the, the, the customer service at Chick-fil-A is, is bar. Ridiculous. Like, and so what my son is getting ready to open up Chick-fil-A. And so... One of the things that I've noticed about his language since he's gone through their leadership training. And that's what I was going to tell you. Their leadership training is something that my brain is like, I want to learn that. Their leadership training and Disney's leadership training. Yeah. They have really, they're they're spectacular. They're spectacular. So one of the things that they say all the time is, it's my pleasure. They say that all the time. So literally now, my son dropped me off this morning. To, to get my makeup done. He said, it's my pleasure. And when I got out the car, I said, thank you, baby. It's my pleasure. Never had. Did you want to cry? What? Come here, look. Who's. I did this. Look at God. He it's my pleasure. 
Come on. It's now, my he pleasure. would always say, yeah, you, you're welcome, Ma, you know, that, but to, it's my pleasure. Do you feel the difference in saying it's my thing. pleasure, then you're welcome? Mm. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And so the mindset that goes into uh, customer service is a, is a big deal. And so I will say that when I came to your place and she was not there, I did I, did I say that before? Anyway, because I, I, told, I told her I was coming. That's what I, I told her I was coming. But she was busy. You know, that's how, you know, your friends are. They're busy. So when I got there, the customer service was stellar. It was stellar. I'm so big on making sure everybody They were feels so like. kind to me, and they were like, okay, so now what do you want? What do you want to try? And that, it, was, it was just, it was cool. It has to make you feel like you had an experience. You I did. You don't go back to places that didn't make you feel like you had experience. Unless it was really good. Or unless you're being quick. So that's the thing. It either gives you an entire experience or it's just something that you're used to. Well, I, no judgment to fast really food restaurants, right? Or it's just really good. Like I, I'm a, I'm a person that I like things that's a party in my mouth. Mm-hmm. So if it's a party in my mouth, I'm up in here. I'm gonna come back, and because it's a party, because it's a party in my mouth. I just, I just, I like a party in my mouth. I love memorable moments. I do too. But sometimes I know we are, we live in an instant gratification time. Yes, we do. So a lot of times fast food places get played because they're fast food. I can get five things for five dollars. Five for five. I got five. So they go because it's they go. I love you for that one. That, <laughs> that one hit my soul. That let me know I my age and I respect it. it. <laughs> I I don't want to go there for five for five because what is my experience? It's the right. same as everybody else. It feels but it's like. A, but I think it's a mindset too, and I, what I love about. What you're doing is that you are in the teaching piece. And so one of the things that I say is the number one reason why people fail is that they lack coachability. Yeah. Because how do you get better if can't nobody tell if you can't nothing? can't nobody tell you nothing, how do you get better? How do you get better? And so too often we get feedback and we don't like it. We don't like the person giving it, all of that. And that is not... The end all be all of feedback yeah. because we have to learn as adults how to change our perspective from what someone said Come on. and how they said it. Come on. The person may not know how to say it, but what they said was still valid. Because we all have our own thoughts. Yeah. And it's okay. It's a thought, it's an opinion, but if you can't learn, you, it's, it's like useless. Because I try to keep as many smart people around me as possible. I tell you guys, I graduated from Google University. I never went to culinary school. Before I even started the restaurant, people were like, you can't start a restaurant because okay, you go to culinary on, school. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need you to, I need to put a pin Ooh, in that right there. Pin it. I need to put a pin right there because pin I want it. you to hear, audience, that this amazing entrepreneur guru never went to culinary school. No. But she has a restaurant a whole one. and a teaching kitchen. In the name of Jesus. And she's getting ready to open up a full-fledged restaurant. That, that she's going to have two locations. And we're just, you know, it's going to be massive gonna how be many so that she's going to have around the country and From around the world. I'm just ears. saying. Around the world. Around I just world. see around the world. From your mouth to God's ears. I like, I like, I like you know, I, I'm just, I don't know why this is coming to the spirit. But I like Israel. I do. I like Israel as a place for a, a Q's kitchen. 
I'm going to Israel. Take pictures. July. Uh-uh, I want you to come. In July? July. Don't tease me July, with a good time, child. Because your girl got sky miles. Okay. July 18th through the 27th. And it's taking the tour of the women in the Bible. And I'm one of the speakers. And so... Uh-uh. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get a, a group of between 10 and 20 women to go with uh, me. Put me down. There we go. That's what you do. Uh, Connie coming. Connie just said she coming. Get your babysitter. I thought I about you last night. I said, get your, get your babysitter, Connie. Tell your, tell your husband. My kid's grown. They run the spot. <laughs> Girl boy, you, you going to come? We, we coming. Come on. Oh. We, we got to put it out there because oftentimes, sometimes things look bigger. And we look at where we are and we don't say, God, this is what I want, because God says he'll give you the desires of your heart. All of them. He said he'll give them to you. So we are we are putting it out there. We're going to because we have a whole year to be pay, like pay our little Israel. money. But we going to Israel. We're going to get baptized again. Come on. Hallelujah. So let me ask this question. Is there. In your estimation, because you talked about the connection between food and your physical health. Is there a connection between food and your emotional and mental health? Talk about talk about what I like to make sure people understand is like what you put in is what you get out. If you put crap into your body, you're going to get crap out. Like Cheetos. What? Cheetos. It's like uh, we do meal prep for people, right? So we do meal prep for people, and I tell people when you get your meal prep, instead of eating in the container that it came in, uh-huh. I want you to take a plate. Plate. I used to go to plate work. It. I would go to work and have a plate with me. So when I ate, I can eat off of a plate and a fork and a knife. It makes you feel different. So if I go to work and I'm only eating a sandwich out of a Ziploc bag and I'm only sitting at my desk, I don't get to have the... I, we forget to live in the actual moments of life and be okay with living in the moment. It's a part of mindfulness. It is. And it's a part of intentionality. It's, you, you do it with a purpose. I think we forget to care about ourselves. We, we are so... It's so funny because I think you were like, I don't like such and such. I might not like something. But like some of the stuff that we don't like, we still do it. People that work regular jobs, they will go to their regular job, not like their boss. Does that make them not go to work? Ooh. You still go to work. So just because so you... Let, just because you don't like it, don't mean... Especially if it's a benefit for you. Like, I know people that say they don't like water. Don't matter what you don't like. You absolutely need water. Literally. Our bodies are created to eat uh, the rainbow. So everything that we eat, we eat because we should eat it, not because whether I like. I can remember being little and hearing, saying my stomach hurt. My great-grandma would go outside, grab something from the backyard, come in the house, boil it, and say, drink this. She didn't say, are you going to like it? She didn't say, you're going to like the flavor. She just said, all I remember is my stomach stopped hurting. Do you understand? So the reality is it does, sometimes we don't. Everything we do, the heart is a two-edged sword. It's a treacherous place. It's going to make you do some stuff that is stupid. You just have to know that some stuff you do because it's going to make you better. Your mental, and I think like winter's coming. I feel like when we don't get a lot of sun, you get people that fall into like depression. Yep. So you have to make your sun. Make your sun shine. That's good. I just talked about that on Mental Health Monday. You have to make your sun About preparing for the dark days the yeah. darker days and so our routines have to change because what you do when the sun 
pops up in the morning is different. And so, like, you talk about creating your sunshine. You do. You have to create your own sunshine. And you can't let people drag you down to miss it. Because I don't like missing opportunities. And I don't like people around me that make me miss opportunities. Because I feel like God strategically places us at a specific place all the time. You are around people. You never know who you're talking to. Never. I treat everybody exactly the Me same. Me too. Whether you're the president of the United States or if you are a janitor. I mm -hmm. treat every single body the same. I love everybody. I'm a hugger. I'm going to hug. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to make sure because... That's the light that shines through me, and I'm totally down with sharing that. Now, for me, I do it through food, too. But I'm still, when people come to the spot, they come to the kitchen, and it's like, I want to give you some sunshine. I say hi to everybody I walk past, even if they don't speak back. I yes. don't care. Yes. Create because, your sunshine. Yes, because what's in you is what's in you. Yeah, everybody going through something. Everybody. And sometimes you are the light and love that someone else needs. Any child. Okay, so I want to talk about something that I, 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 I don't like. What? Guacamole. Goodbye. <laughs> I had a lot of people say they don't like guacamole. Okay, so let me guacamole. tell you why I don't like guacamole. I think it's the consistency of it. It's the, it's the texture the, person. It's the, yeah, I am a texture person. And so uh, it, that mushiness thing, I don't... Mm. Mm. So you know I, the other thing I don't like? What? I don't like marinara sauce. That I don't like that that like red sauce. Yeah, the red sauce. I don't like the red sauce, and I don't like the mushiness of the green guacamole stuff. So now avocado, you avocado. Okay, so is guacamole made out of avocado? Honey child, yes. Okay, so so I didn't know because I'm sorry, I didn't know. So I let just me know it's you. all mushy and green. But it's not that you you don't like it mushy. So instead of having a mushy guacamole, have a chunky guacamole. I don't even know what that is. I thought all guacamole was mushy. But my thought, no, it's not. It just depends on who's making it. Because there's some people who want it to be like a spread. I don't want to spread all the time. I like chunky. But again, you don't like guacamole, but you, you'll still eat an avocado, right? Mm -mm. You won't eat an avocado at mm -mm. all. Ever? Ever. Because the avocado to me is mushy. I'm going to make you some avocado different and you're going to like it. Look at it. Just says, you know, they say you got to speak things. And so oh, I already did. I'm very good at speaking life. Honey. Speaking life. I'm good at speaking, She's speaking life. life with Dr. Sabrina. So I, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, okay. Remember Let's what see. I told you. If you went to work for somebody and you didn't like them, you're going to stop working. You're going to not make your money. Okay. Like so them. let me tell you what I did. Cause that's the, <laughs> Oh, I'm going to take I it was, back to the bed. Oh, we're was, going to go back to the bed. I was working at a place and I liked the people. But I didn't like having a job. So I quit and started my own. So there are things and parts of having my own company that I don't necessarily like. But like you say, there's nothing that you do you're going to love every part of it. I, I, you know, I love having relationships with people, but some people get on my nerves sometimes. In the just, name of Jesus. Get on my nerves. Like, stop asking me. Stop calling me and just start talking and don't ask me if this is a good time. But people figure if you answer the phone, That's not real. then you're ready to talk. I just answer the phone because I know it's you, and I, but I don't stop answering the phone now because I know that you don't know how to just say Because even if I say, well, I'm busy right now, well, I was just wondering, da -da -da. no. Dr. Sabrina, that's just like text messages. They were like, I, I saw that you read my text. I was like, and? And? It's my phone. <laughs> I can read the text. I can I read the text and don't have to respond right there like I was busy. Honey, child. 
Who pays that phone bill? Thank you. Be blessed. Wow. I so I love, be I love, <laughs> so before you understood that you had sarcoidosis, you were not a vegan. I ate everything, but I also started, you started, sarcoidosis doesn't just bother your, um, it bothers everything. I was having issues with my vision. I had the cough. I had rashes. I, one day I woke up and I couldn't walk. My legs, my feet were super swollen. They didn't know. They thought I had like this um, type of arthritis. I was like, dang, the devil was so mad. I must be about to be pop off on something. So, <laughs> so in my head, I, I was like, it. it must be about to go off. It's you know about to go down. It was just all kind of weird stuff. But the craziest part is they end up telling me like, yeah, all this stuff that you see is going on has to do with your sarcoidosis. But once I figured out, because as I tell people, like, go to the doctor, find out where you are. Because you can't know where to go if you don't know where you no, are. Where you start. Yeah, right, you got to right, start right. somewhere, figure it out, and then figure out what you need to do to make yourself feel better. So if I know I'm a person, like I have people who are my meal prep who might have, like, they're like, oh, I'm, a di I'm pre-diabetic. Okay, so we know where you are. We know your meal plan needs to look like this to make your A1C3 levels go down. And then when they do, all you did was make you make slight changes. The thing about it is just knowing where you are as yourself. Because I think a lot of people, we just go through life, we just... We're so caught up in the monotony of every day, every day. We have no clue where we are. We don't know where we're supposed to go. We're just doing what the daily routine has been for the past 10 years. Now you lost 10 years. Or we, like I heard someone earlier today say, in my culture. What is that? We have to have a bread. You can choose not to have bread. Honey child. <laughs> it's just, a, it's a choice. Yeah, in your culture, that's how that culture may prepare food, and that's what they do with their meals, but you don't have to do that. That's also why I teach people, like, we live in a world where we, we do things because somebody taught us. I cook this way because mom and them taught me this, mm -hmm. but nobody ever went through and fact-checked what mom and them was teaching us. Right. So for me, I do a lot of stuff different, which is, in my brain, it's good that I didn't go to culinary school because I don't have to fit in anybody's box. I do stuff different. I did a class the other day, and I was like, we're going to make, you know, some pasta. And they were like, you didn't put salt in the water. And I said, well, who told you you had to put salt in the water? Right. Because guess what happens if you don't put salt in the water with that pasta? It freaking cooks. <laughs> it's like. It still cooks. It cooks. Without the salt. Yeah, but, like, we're so programmed. So my brain just likes to, I, I want to, I, I did a, a Q-tip one day, and it was like a men in black where I flashed everybody, like, you need to unlearn everything that you learn because everything I that you know now. I love that. And that's, that's similar to what I do when I'm coaching and counseling people. You have to people get so stuck in their story, especially people who have traumatized. That trauma has become their mantra. Yes. That oh, this happened to me and this is, but my father didn't, he wasn't there. Okay. Who cares? That, that was then. Because actually, all we have is now. Yeah, because it's like, but did you die? <laughs> Yesterday <laughs> is then. Tomorrow is when. But what are you doing with your now? And if in your now you're spending all your time thinking about then, back then, which you cannot change. Can't Not change Not, nothing that happened even five minutes ago, much less 50 years ago. Deal with it. I tell people all the time, like... What makes a lot of difference is people dealing with, you have to deal with your past. Absolutely. You have to. I got sick. That was, I had to deal with my past. I ate like crap for a long time. I dealt with it. 
If you don't deal with your past, you can't move forward. You cannot. You have to deal with it. You have to deal with it. And you have to deal with it in such a way that you want acknowledge it. And then you have to get to a place of forgiveness. And sometimes the forgiveness. That word. Man. That was my focus today. Today was about forgiveness. So I talked about the three things that forgiveness isn't. I live. I live in that. I'm forgiving everybody because most of the time people are walking around with sick ailments, yep. can't digest food because Ooh. you are harboring, harboring everything that anybody ever did to you. Did you're to mad, you. you're angry, you're resenting everything. And I'm living in a land of forgive. I'm forgiving every day. You tell me, I go to sleep, I repent. Yes. <laughs> if I did yes. something wrong. But I'm going to forgive any and everybody that did something wrong to me. I might not fool with you no more. Uh-oh. Because it's okay for me to forgive you and be like, deuces. Deuces. my deuces. Bye. Yep. I don't have to. Yep, I don't have to. I can forgive you. Especially when you know that the person who did what they did is hasn't made an effort to change. Yeah, so but so you're not, you don't have to return to the situation. It's not a... Yeah, you ain't got to do that. If you, I, it's like if you people say, I need told, closure. Why do you need closure? Why do closure you need closure? What? Closure is Sh- a Open the door, close it again. There it goes. That I, was what a closure. Open the door... And close it again. Closure. And the other Those thing that, that people put on do, weaves, that's because a, a lot of times God <laughs> will close a door. On purpose. On purpose. But we so stuck that we're standing in front of the closed door trying to I open, to open it. it. I need to figure out what's going on over there. Where And we don't pay attention to the wind on the back of our neck for the whole wall that he's opened up for us. So sometimes you just need to turn around. When I tell you. Just turn around. I live in forgiveness. I'm always going to forgive and I'm going to bless the people that screwed me over. Come on. People don't understand. Freedom. People don't, people don't understand that the liberty and freedom that that allows. I'm going to bless the people that did me wrong to live in the land of my forgiveness. Like you be blessed. I'm okay. I'm going to bless you because I'm not going to own it because it makes me feel better. It does. And I said this today, forgiveness is for you. It's never Honey, for the other person. It's and for it's, you. Forgiveness is an act of self love. How about loving you? Oh, my goodness. Did you say love you? Yes, I did say love you enough to take care of yourself, to be honest with yourself, to forgive others so that you can unblock blessings. Because unforgiveness is a block for you. A whole block. Yeah, when you when you when you're not forgiving folk, it may be something that God is trying to work through in you. I love the story. You know, I'm a Bible girl. So. Me too. That's why I was like, oh, this was meant to be because you know. I am a Bible girl. So I love the story of Joseph. And I love the story of Joseph because when I say every place he went, somebody was hating on him. They hated on his brothers, hated him because he had that wonderful coat. Honey. And, and then the, the daddy gave him favor and they was like, oh, we don't like him. Sold we, him off. We're going to kill him. We're just going to. First, they was trying to kill him. Child. But then his other brother said, we can't kill him. Can you imagine your own siblings plotting? No, I to don't even want to. You. That is psycho. So they, they, so they said, okay, well, they, they threw him in the hole, and they went on off, and they tried, they tricked the daddy into believing that he was dead. So then he gets sold into slavery. While he's sold in off. slavery, child, he gets favor. Because favor was on him. In the first place. In the first place. So I don't care what you do to somebody. Honey. If they have favor on them, they're still going to excel. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. So nothing he gets favor and goes to Potiphar's house. So now he's not working with the slaves. He's working in the, in he the, the big house. He's he in the big house. So as a, and he, you know, he's working. He, he, he's fit. 
I could just imagine he's fit. Honey. He's out six here winning. Pack, six pack, eight pack. Oh, and so then the wife looks over, just looks over at him and go, oh, 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 that's that's eye candy. And so she made a pass at him. Ain't nobody playing with you. And he did not accept her advances. He said, be blessed. So he hit her with it. So then she said, he tried to do something to me. You know how the liar do. So then he has to go to prison. While he's in prison. Still can't lose. He's got favor. Still can't lose. Then he gets a roommate. The roommates have this reoccurring dream, and he interprets the dream. He didn't even realize. The people didn't even realize that he had that gift. They didn't even know he had that gift. They didn't even know he had that gift. Sometimes God will put you in a situation Honey. to expose your gifts that Honey. you don't even realize Come you have. Oh, 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 oh. But then the people got out of prison. He's still in prison. And they get to the king, and the king keeps having this reoccurring somebody dream. Somebody tell me what this dream means. And they said, we got somebody. We know somebody who can interpret the dream. We got a homeboy down in the, in the, in the in prison. <laughs> Go get him. When got him, he interprets the dream. The, and accurately. Then, that, I mean, that's what you accurately, need to hear. And accurately. Then, accurately. And then told him what to do to prepare for what was coming. Then he decides that, you know, the king says, well, I'm going to make you a ruler. Now you're not even in the prison no more. Now you 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 went from the pit to the penthouse. Honey. From the pit to the penthouse. To the palace. That's where he went. And so in his position, those same brothers, this this is the part of the story. He could have. He could have made them have famine. He could have made them. He could have stripped them of nothing. He could have stripped them. He could have. He could have been paid back in the month. He could have killed them. Payback. He could have did all the get back, but he didn't. He loved them, and he said, give them everything they need, and then give them the money that they brought. Put their money back in their bag. Bless them. He blessed them, and they didn't even realize who he was. They didn't even know. Because he, he was grown. Yeah. And he y'all didn't know. Different. I was gone. They didn't even know who he was. When I tell you, that thing is so good. It if is you so good. give the opportunity to bless those who have been mean to you, it is nothing like God's blessings. Ain't nothing. You can't out. Dr. Sabrina, it's nothing like it. it, it you can't out give. You can't out give God. You can't out bless God. God's currency is faith. All we're supposed to do is have faith and believe. That's his currency. Faith. Do you believe what I told you? Well, this is the thing. And I always say, if you want something that God has, you got to do something. He said. But in order to do that, you got to know what he said. So that's why you got to go on and get in your words yourself. You can't be, you can't be, you can't be. They don't want to hear that part. Oh yeah. You got to get into it for yourself. I I like to get into it. This is the world, the age of people that want to, they want to just put the item together and they don't want to read the instructions that actually come in the box. Uh 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 Literally. You don't want to read the instructions. And then, and then when you finish putting it together, you got a whole, you have a whole bag of stuff that you left over, left over. You're not supposed to have a leftover. There's, pe- there's purpose for the pieces. All I'm Ooh. trying to say. Girl, that's a whole tweet. Ooh. There's purpose for the pieces. For the pieces. He will provide. Okay. I absolutely love it. Okay, so I got a random question. What's the random? What's your favorite cheeses and why? Favorite cheeses? Vegan cheeses? What kind of feed? Because y'all know cheeses? I'm a hundred percent vegan, so I don't eat nothing with a mama. Because I don't want. I don't to... eat nothing with a mama. No, I don't want y'all to eat my mama. I'm not eating yours. This That's is not so going funny. Down. 
So I don't want you eating my mama. No, I so don't. So I won't eat your mama. Oh, that's good. It's so basic, though. Right? Okay, so tell me about because I am a cheese eater. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make an appointment and spend some time with you. They have vegan cheeses. I know they do, but I, I need okay. So I need you to help me okay. because, and I'm gonna tell you, this is my big thing. I you know how, remember the commercial where Oprah used to say, "I love bread." Yes. I could eat bread every day. That's not my thing. My thing is I love cheese. I could so when I'm hungry. I think of what thing that has cheese on it can I eat? Good night, Gracie. I promise you that's how I eat because I love cheese. So if I can do vegan cheese, so the one thing that I did start doing because I love ice cream. And so I stopped eating ice cream for the most part. And so what I get now is the dairy-free ice cream. Mm -hmm. I get the so delicious. Oh, I love them. So delicious. So this is what I do. Mm. So delicious has a caramel. Yes, with the crunch. With the crunch, and then what I do is add my own pecans to it. So it's almost like you're having a butter pecan. I, it's, it tastes just like butter pecan, pecan to me. Pecan. Y'all, I'm telling you. So good. I'm about to do that. So I love that. So if I can find things that I like, that's the goal. Then I will eat them. Dr. Sabrina, I'm telling you, I tell people all the time, just find the things that you like that are regular. And just find a way to make them a little bit more plant-based. So let me tell you, because I don't want you to think just because a person is vegan that they're going to be healthy. Because, you know, Oreos are vegan. But if I eat Oreos every day, all day, that does not make me healthy. Could you say that again? Uh, did, did you, could you say about Oreos, Oreos being vegan? They are vegan. Why are but they vegan? Why are they vegan? there's nothing that has a mama inside of it. There's no dairy inside of it. I never knew that. So no. the, what's the cream made out of? Not, not, it, let me tell you. Let, let, let me make sure you understand. If a person ate Oreo cookies all day, that would not be a healthy vegan. So whether you're a meat eater or a vegan or a pescatarian or whatever you choose to be, the goal, I'm going to tell you the rule that I tell everybody to live by. Okay. 70-30. 70-30 is 70% fruits and vegetables, 30% everything else. Very basic because if you give stuff too complicated to people, they don't understand it. Your plate, no matter where you sit down, whether it's at your house or the restaurant, it should be 70% fruits and vegetables, 30% everything else. So even though you like, I don't eat dairy, I'm going to have this ice cream. That ice cream, for me, if that was having that for dinner, that's a part of my 30%. Okay. If you maintain what you, you, you're supposed to be eating, it won't be such a big problem. If you're a meat eater and you like steak, I tell people, like, look at your palm because your palm is your portion. That's four ounces of something, of whatever you get, that's it. But what we are used to are the opposite. We're used to eat 70% of everything and 30% vegetables. Right. But you have to flip it. Flip it. 70% vegetables. 70% fruits and vegetables, 30% everything else. If you find a way to do that every day, it will make your life easier. You'll probably, I tell people all the time, like you'll probably like shed a little bit of weight and it makes you a little bit, I mean, you're healthier. And th- th- I'm going to say this because, you know, my whole piece is the, the mental health is that when we begin to do that, you feel better, so and when you feel different. better, your emotions are better. When I say you feel better, you feel lighter. You have more energy. Your body starts um, digesting things more properly. Things go through you faster. Because I think we're just so used to eating. We're used to eating a bunch of crap, and we have to change the way. Because how can you live a happy, healthy, longer life if you don't? put in things into your body for you only get one we get this one body yeah we get one body we get one and that's okay and you need it to last 
think about in the Bible days, these people were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Yeah, they hundreds were older. They, old. they were old, but they didn't look old. They was busy doing stuff. They was climbing Still mountains working. and working and. Because the word retire is not in the Bible. And had concubines, so that means they were still getting it in. Child! Can I say it? No, that was real life. That's real life. Because I still want to be getting it in. I'm just saying. When I'm 200, let me be getting it in. I just want to be getting it in. Getting it in is a blessing from the Lord. I'm just saying. With your spouse. With your own spouse. Because some people be looking at folks and be saying stuff like, well, that's my husband. No, Denzel got a wife. Bye. He not your husband. So stop saying that. Good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. (laughs) Stop doing that. People do that. So how many children do you have? Three. Oh, you went down labor lane three times. 22, 20, and the baby's about to be 15. And um, what's the 15-year-old goes to what school? I'm not telling you that. Oh, okay. Actually, you go to Southfield. Okay. Yeah, and the other two are just, no, they're at the kitchen. Oh, they working? Yeah, they work. Caitlin is a psycho artist. She was going to University of Windsor over the border. Okay. But then when COVID hit, you know, they, they couldn't go. Out. Okay. So she's been here. She's been working. But now she has this psycho free hand. Like when I say her art is like, I will put it in a frame. Oh. She's so good. So we were trying to see if she, if she decides to go to CS, CCS. Okay. She would be spectacular. Like they've seen her work and like bring her. Bring her. It's That's psycho. awesome. It is. That's awesome. My son, he likes chefing, so we'll see how he does with this. And the youngest? The baby. He loves music. I feel like he loves basketball, but he really loves music, and he wants to, like, produce music. Does he play basketball? He's not really a fan. He's a fan, but not really. His dad <laughs> dad loves basketball. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm the mom that's like, don't put your dreams on your kids. Please like, don't. Don't do let that. them have their own. I always say you know find what out what their what passion like. is and then use it to your advantage. Yeah. I tried to go to college so many times and I was like, that was not my ministry. That was not. It was mine. So my mother said that she had, because she had three kids, she said she had two that she couldn't keep in school and one that she couldn't keep out of school. No, literally. My sister loves school. I she love was school. a nurse with every letter behind it. Yeah, I love school. And she loves school. Like I'm, I'm looking at a program now, and Girl, I was like, "Good night." I am. I love it, honey child. I love, I love school. I love information. So when I read, like sometimes you know stuff will just pop up on your feed, and then I'll go and look at it, and I go, "Ooh, I could do that." And then, it, and, and, and people be looking at me like, "Sabrina, really? You gonna take another class? You gonna get another?" And see, I, that's the part. Like I love. I love to take classes like I'm in a in a cohort right a cohort right now where it's about building black businesses. Which one? So B three elevation. Oh, with Diane. Honey Palmer. child, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be. I'm y'all close. I'm y'all closing speaker. In the name of Jesus. First off, what you got to know. I'm the like, clo- I'm the closer. Period. I'm the closer. I I love the program because I love learning, but my brain with school just I was like. Ugh. You got me in this class. I'm about to learn about stuff that I'm never going to use. Right. And it's not to be mean, but I was like, I'm not going to use this. So I don't want to know it. But I love, I love the cohort. The cohort is from Jesus. Literally. Mm-hmm. I love people that help you. People that are down. Cause a lot of times you get small business owners. We want to talk to each other, but initially it was not cool for us to talk. I right. feel like, especially around here, I feel like people are like, if I tell you too much, you're going to get on before me, and then I'm not going to get on. That's not a around here thing. Is that's that a everywhere? People, that's a people I thing. I think that sucks. 
I'm it like, is. It's a people thing, and that has to do with people's own insecurities. And we're I taught think that's so to stupid. be independent and not interdependent. If we learn that God created us to be interdependent, I don't have to be uh, intimidated by your gift. Your gift is for you to do. Honey. And even if you're doing the same thing that I'm it's doing, do you room. know how many people on the planet need a speaker? It is enough When I'm room. speaking. And it's other vegan, like your vegan place cannot serve all the vegans that want vegan at that moment. You have a capacity to what you can do at your restaurant. Yeah, I tell you all the time, like my competition is myself. I'm not in competition. Right, I'm with not in competition else. with anybody else. I'm not else. in competition with you. I don't have time to be in competition. No, and I know for me, and and I I, I believe that this is true for you. When people come and they want to do similar things that I do, I will help you. No, I literally, I tell people I will help them all the time. Now, it's yes. the people that sneakily try to do it, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. Don't you. sneak. Just ask. Because literally, I feel like God don't give you all this information to keep it to, to yourself. To keep it to yourself. That's why I'm the closer. I'm it's the closer. Like, I'm, I'm the closer. Like I can't wait. I'm excited. I tell people all the time. I, you know how you ride past? I, I hate to ride past grave sites, but I tell people it's a lot of dreams and aspirations mm. in that grave site. Yes. People kept it to themselves. And people won't tell. And or people, they won't even try. They won't even try. Or you get scared of just the They thought. try it, mm -hmm. it doesn't work, and then they stop. This is the thing. Failure does not mean don't do it Fail no I, more. Failure no. just means don't do it that way. Yeah, I call it falling forward. Try like, another okay, way. I messed up that way. What's the next way? What's the do? next way? And the greatest example is George Washington Carver. I love his story. All the different ways that he tried, because he was looking to do one thing with the peanut. And look at all the things that, look at look all at the things, all that, the things came that came out, out of that. That one, that one thing. And never did the thing he wanted to Literally. do. Literally. He never did the thing no. he wanted to do, but all the things he was able to do with the peanut. Sometimes it is not about you. It's Ooh. about what purpose is called on your life. It is not about you. Before I was doing Cooking with Q, I worked at a mortgage company. And you know what else I had? A band. What? I sang in a rock band. Girl, She's, it was like no, a, That's why she be singing all the time. I thought I was supposed to be like... Tina Turner. No, literally. Because it was like a band band, and it right. was amazing. It was, it was like if rock and hip-hop had a baby. It was Rock we and hip-hop had a baby. It was sick. And it was, it was Q. Nuts. What was the name? Final Q. But Final, I wouldn't say Q-U-E. I put C-U-E because I was like, it's not about me. And everybody was like, but it is. <laughs> right. Like... Own it, it step in it. But I was I had to learn. You had to learn. So now that. Q was on everything. That's how I am. And that's what you gotta know. You gotta know you. And so I'm oh I can't say this on air. I'm not gonna say it on air. Because I don't want nobody here and be like some pretty so <laughs> But I was like, I saw something today and I was like, Well, where's my name? My name should be there. Because this isn't this And is, that's your brand and shoe. This is my brand. That's not wrong. This is my brand. And, and Connie got it. She already know what I'm thinking about. I'm like, where's my, where's my name? And we'll be discussing that later. Honey, I have a whole thing with people. And I, that, sometimes people do that because they be trying to little business you. But, don't, you know, I don't receive that. Don't little business me. Don't little business me. This is big business. I'm a daughter of a king. All day long. So what I'm you royalty. Got? Honey. Royalty. So how can people find you if they want to see you on social media, if they want to come to the restaurant. When is the new restaurant opening? Oh my God, that's what I want to know. Well, in real, you know how you have not because you asked not, so I'm, I'm, we are literally just looking for final funding. Okay. Because I feel like people want to be a part of it, but then people don't want to be a part of it. 
Okay. I'm a wild card to a lot of people in, in this industry. Because they're like, you, the, the business is too multifaceted. Right. How did you make it through but see, COVID? That's, but that's just the thing. And are people going to keep wanting to eat healthy? Right. And then that's the thing is that people will look at and use old things for new things. Mm-mm. You can't use an old mindset Mm-mm. for new stuff. How about that new, new? New stuff. Don't. That's what a trailblazer means. If you're a trailblazer, it hasn't been done before. And it's okay. So, and it's okay. And so stop trying. They used to tell my son because my son is 5'7". And when he was playing basketball, they would say, well, he's not going to a Division One school because he's too short. Well, that's your experience. That that's don't mean that that's going to be his experience. So stop talking to him. Yeah, I tell people, don't don't project your stuff on me. I, I politely hand that stuff back to people. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't want it. that. And so Division One, I said, if God says it's Division One, Division One it will be. And Division One it was. Yeah. Oh, uh, did you hear that? That's what it was. It was Division One all day, every day at 5'7". In the name. On on a, on a scholarship, full ride scholarship. Y'all, she preaching. I'm got not. his bachelor's degree in three years, and then on the same scholarship, got his master's degree. Good night, Gracie. Just think if I had to say, well, okay, you know, he's just gonna go to any college. Okay, no. okay, no, I don't receive that, and that's why. I don't, I, and I have big. Big dreams, big aspirations. I want to do big things. I do too. Like, I well, think that's I want a studio. You will. I think I want my own studio. That's why I built the kitchen the way I built it because it looks like a studio. So when they need somebody to do a cooking show, they don't have to get a studio. They can come, rip, come, rip it from me. Come, come book it. Come book, book it from it. me. Book it from her. Y'all, let me tell y'all where y'all can just find your girl. Like, find the girl. I'm always available. Go to www.cookingwithque.com. It will take you everywhere. You got recipes online. You got videos online. If you want to come to the restaurant, go to the kitchen, www.thekitchenbycwq.com, because that's what it's called, the kitchen by cooking with Q. You can book classes, you can book events, and on all everything social media is at cooking with Q or at the kitchen. And it's the same thing. We're just here to teach you how to eat to live by introducing more plant based foods into everyday living. Very simple. Plant based food. Do you have uh, vegan? Desserts, yeah, like sweet what? potato cheesecake. We had lemon sweet potato pound cheesecake, cake. lemon a, pound uh, cake, blueberry peach cup. I make blueberry. all kind of desserts, though. I am a dessert. I, I, that's my but favorite my rule thing. Is 70 30, Dr. Sabrina. I'm not doing this with you. 70 30. So if I'm you're gonna, gonna have the dessert, you can have it, but you can't. I'm not gonna do it, it every 30%. day. See, this is the thing I have a tiny tummy, so you just want a little piece. I just need a little. Connie will tell you, I'll eat two bites and I'm like, <laughs> but at least you're happy. But that's the thing. But I am satisfy happy. Satisfy your craving and then. Yeah, I satisfy good. the craving and then it's good. I have thoroughly enjoyed hanging out with Q today. Surely we got to do it Oh again. my God, we got to do it again. And so I want you to continue to listen, tune in every single week, Mondays at 1130 a.m. right here on Podcastic with Speaking Life. With Dr. Sabrina, you can find me on social media at The People Expert. Please come over and join the page. You can find out tips, tools about keeping your mental together. Amen. We got to keep your mental together so you're not out here beating up folk and being mean to people. Please, Jesus. And all that kind of stuff. And so we'll be back next week with, we got some incredible guests coming our way lined up just to give you a little teaser. We're going to have a Diana Lewis from Ooh, Channel 7. Come on. Historic. Yes, she's going to come and hang out with me. Uh, Tasha Page Lockhart, the winner from uh, Sunday's Best. 
And I have also been told that the mayor of Detroit might come and hang out with me as well. Won't so he do it? We speaking life over here. Won't he do it? And you have a great week. We'll see you next week.